Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast. We talk about things tech and nerd pop culture. My name is Carlos. With me as always, my co-hosts, Danny and Juan. What's up, guys? Hey, good afternoon. What's going How on? How are you? You guys doing good today? Good. Yep. Good. I'm oh, yeah. well good. as well. Thank you for asking. Thanks for the oxygen. Yeah. Oh, we got we got a plant on the table. Hello. Yeah, I have nowhere else to put them. Hmm. And I don't know, man. That plant just, it, it looks like it's dying all the time, but it's still alive. So I don't know. I got a couple <laughs> bad leaves, but it looks good overall. <laughs> it's, it's doing all right. Thank you. <laughs> giving you guys some breathing air <laughs> what else is going on how are you guys doing not too bad can't complain yeah it's a nice nice day it is not too bad yeah it's very actually yesterday too same thing yeah we went from what 30s and 40s on tuesday to it was like mid mid to high 70s it was almost 80 degrees i think mm-hmm. yesterday and today yeah. yeah summertime it's coming uh what else is coming though we got uh some crypto talk that's in this episode crypto corner as we're calling it now mm-hmm. kind of our thing got an interesting apple story about apple you know are they kind of a predatory type company uh we'll talk about that as well and uh we got some uh, we'll talk a little bit about the mortal Kombat movie we yeah. didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because not all of us saw it but we'll do a little bit of that and then of course our weekly recommendations at the end of the episode as always feel free to timestamps in the show notes kind of have you seen the way the new uh ipod the podcast app looks on ios no. Yeah, it's different now. It's different. Yeah. Where like if you're looking at it, you, normally you'd be able to scroll down um, when you're listening, mm-hmm. and then you see the episode and the description, and then all the timestamps. Now you don't see that anymore unless you hit the little menu, and then you have to click on uh, view show or something like that. Okay. And then it shows like all of our episodes, and then the descriptions. Yeah, I did see something about that on Twitter that people were yeah. complaining about. Yeah, yeah. So if you use Apple Podcasts and you're seeing you're not seeing the timestamps anymore, they're there. It's just they changed the app and now you can't just swipe up to see them. You have to hit the little three dots in the corner. It's called the hamburger menu, by the way, in case you didn't know that. Hmm. <laughs> you hit that and then you'll see an option that says a view show or see show or something like that. And then you'll see more details, which is just weird that you have to do that. And they haven't. They haven't done the podcast plus yet, right? I don't think so. I don't know. Or is that maybe a precursor? To I don't what know. They're making changes to. Yeah, I'm not okay. sure if that's already live because that was supposed to be live with iOS 14.5, which already is live. So I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Okay. Does I mean we're not going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> me. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it, but uh, yeah, during the key or the little presentation, I was like, hey, we're not on the little yeah when they show tiles. Yeah, they show the little tile. I'm like, well, how come we're not there? <laughs> come on, Tim Cook. Yeah, come on, Timmy. <laughs> I asked you to put me in there. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's just kind of a, a weird thing I noticed with the app. It's, it's a little bit different. Okay. So just a fair warning. If you're not seeing the timestamps, they are there. Promise you. Uh, anyway, uh, what's going on with crypto this week? <laughs> it's been crazy. Yeah. I mean, you have a nice little experience. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. But did you have anything? I'll talk about my experience with crypto. No. Um, there's a, Remember, there's the... Um, her name is Zoe Roth. Remember, there was a meme of a little girl like um not staring at the fire but smiling because there's a fire going on in the background it's a common meme it's been around for years I'm, i'd have to see it probably okay well the the young lady like zoe roth she's 21 she sold it her image as an nft wow. like the, the original meme or the original yeah. picture i yep. guess okay for 180 ether 180 wow that's a lot 180 yeah so that comes out to four hundred seventy-three thousand dollars. that's not bad yep. wow Oh, good for her. Yeah, she plans to spend it on charity and college. So, oh, even oh, that's better. Good. That's yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Education. The fact that you 
shouldn't be that expensive, number one. But hey, it's neither here nor there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a topic yeah. for another day and yep. another podcast, maybe. Yep. But that's cool. It's some charity yeah. and, you know, investing in herself with some education. I love it. Yeah. And I mean, she makes money off of her image being used all, all these years. And how that's, does that work? Like, if you're a meme, if someone uses my picture and it becomes a meme, who, who pays me? Nobody. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's a good thing for her. Oh, okay. You mean you're saying she hasn't been making money yeah. off of this, right? But now, oh. so she kind of like. I thought yeah. you were saying she's like getting royalty no, checks or no, something. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm like, no, how does here's that? Her, here's this is her royalty check. I'm like, how does that work? Oh, that's the company off, uses right. it, right? Yeah, I guess if yeah. someone wants to use it in official licensed capacity, then yeah. But memes no, aren't no, official no, license. No, they're not. <laughs> so here's here's a picture of. The okay. Oh yeah, I see. Okay, I remember that now. It's old. It's. I think it was well, obviously, because she's a little girl there, and she's yeah. an adult now. So yeah, I think it was back in two thousand three or five. But I think the, uh-huh. the image became popular when her dad posted it or something. Okay, hey man, if you're a yeah, January of two thousand five. Did they ever explain what the story is on that? Because essentially, she's smiling, taking yeah. a selfie with a building on fire behind her. So according to the article, it's, it was actually a controlled burn. Oh, but it's a house on fire. So it was something that was on yeah. purposely burned, not just like yeah. You know, oh, my house is on fire, smiles, yeah. happy. That, that's like, what it looks like. Got from it. The image and that's why initially. it became a meme in the first place. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up. I didn't know. I had yeah, no I idea. Didn't I didn't know either. Yeah. I always thought it was this little girl was a little psychopath yeah. or something. Just laughing I think there's also a website called uh, knowyourmeme.com mm-hmm. where it'll give you history on a meme. Mm. And it'll tell you what it, where it came from or what it's all about. Like that. What's his name? Brian. Who's that guy? Oh, the bad, bad luck Brian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Now hopefully he gets some money. And then there's Steve. Remember Steve? <laughs> That's cool, man. Good for that person. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I'll tell you guys about my my crypto uh, experience this past week. It was a real pain. You guys were kind of following me with it because I was giving you guys text updates. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes buying or doing things with crypto is not very simple. No. Right? Unless you know. I mean, anything simple no, when you know how true. to do it. Right? I mean, uh, building a house is simple if you know how to do it. So sometimes when you're, you're experiencing these things as they come without having experienced them before you hit roadblocks that you didn't know were there. Um, so and it, be, for, and it becomes frustrating. It, very frustrating. I was so upset. So for me, it was trying to buy the, the miner that I talked about last week or the week before, whenever mm. I talked about that. So when you buy these miners from the resale, from like the vendors that sell them, you have to pay for them in crypto. You have to pay for them with Bitcoin. That's how you can't just like, you know, throw your credit card in there and buy it. They accept crypto. Mm-hmm. And the way they do it is also strange. Like you place an order on the site and then they give you their, their address, their wallet address uh, and the amount of Bitcoin you have to send. So they'll give you the exact amount, like in, in decibel, you know, like it's like zero point, whatever, whatever, very, very precise. And there, it's also timed because the, the value of crypto changes that you only, they only give you like a few hours to pay before so it, the order cancels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's also, I was going to ask you like, so it's only a few hours. Yeah, it's a few hours because <clears throat> they know that it's going to fluctuate. Yeah. So they need to make sure that the value of, like, say you're buying something for $100, for example, $100 worth of, of crypto, that that value might change. So they only give you a small window okay. to actually pay for it because the value is constantly fluctuating. Right. Okay. And then what they do, because my question was like, well, how do you know this is coming from me if I, when I send this payment, right? Because it's, 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 it's all anonymous type of transaction. Mm-hmm. But what they do is they monitor their wallet for payments. So if they say, okay, transaction's done, you now owe this exact amount of Bitcoin. And once they see that exact amount come across their network in their account, 
they see, oh, that's that payment from this person, and then it and then just puts it in there for you. So but, they monitor the network constantly for for the time of the window that you have to pay. Okay, but these crypto miners, I mean, if there's if it's a set price, you're not the only one buying one. How would they then? You should see the address though, right? Yeah, it's coming from. But but they don't know my address. That's right. the thing. Like I don't give them my address of where it's coming from. Yeah. Okay. So but I don't know how exactly, yeah, but looking for that amount, those crypto miners. I mean, it's, the price is the same, right? Yeah, I guess. I maybe there's a variation in the amount of crypto that because again, it's like to the decibel. Like it's it's a, it's a pretty mm-hmm. long number. Oh, so, so maybe they. So it's it very specific. Yeah, it's very specific. Probably on what you're paying. I assume that's probably the solution. because when I did it, when I sent it, it immediately refreshed on my screen. Payment received, processing, whatever. Okay. I'm like, oh, that's cool. There's something there. Yeah. yeah so it's it, it has to match. But wait a minute, unless they're giving you a unique wallet address that's only unique for yours, because it could be that too. Because I know, like, yeah. when, when you set up like with Daedalus, when you transfer money you use uh-huh. a different wallet every time you can use a different wallet key every the, it single could time. be that because so, this they give me a specific one i can yeah. scan it with the qr code it, or i can copy and paste it which it, is what i did so yes it could be that a one-time too. use mm-hmm. and they um, probably and do they account the transaction fee i have to do that okay so when i uh when they give me the amount i have to do the math on what the transaction fee was so that way they get that exact amount mm-hmm. so i had to do the math okay. i did which is easy it's just calculator and you yeah. add in the transaction fee so that's what i'm sending and like i use binance obviously so with binance it'll even show you this is how much you're sending this is how much you're getting meaning where it's going mm-hmm. and i just make sure that that number matches yeah. and, it, and it was perfect so and then you okay. did that on the web right yeah i, I, I did it on the browser because it was I, I think you can do it on the phone but it's so much harder well yeah on the phone it doesn't tell you your fee exactly you actually do the transaction. Actually do, yeah. right and on the on the browser it does so i did it all on my laptop and what was the timing on your transaction i don't know i want to say it was for me to send it it probably took about 20 minutes because binance was taking forever to send me my authentication code because when you try to send something they text you a yep. verification code it's, it's extra security yeah so i hit send code the code was super delayed and I'm like, where's this code? So I click send again. And then they all came, came in. in at once. And then, of course, they're expired. So then I had to, I'm like, well, now I don't know which is which because I clicked send like five times. Hmm. So and then I just had to wait for all of them to expire. And then I clicked it again. And that one, I'm, and I just waited. It took like two minutes. Normally, they'll come instantly. So it came and then I was able to finally do it. That, that initially happened to me when I first signed up for Binance. Yeah. I got like you, like you. I right. was waiting for the, the verification code. And then exactly. I got like 20 of them all at once. So the so my issues that I had was the limits that Binance has in place that I didn't know about, which is probably just obviously my own fault for not doing the research on it. I just assumed that whatever money I put into that account, I can do whatever I want with. Right. But that's not the case. So the way Binance works, which if you're unfamiliar, Binance is a is a crypto market. They're a bank, right? They're like an actual. Are they like a bank, like a normal bank? I don't know if they're an uh, actual bank. I'm not sure if they are either. But anyway, they're a pretty big crypto, uh, crypto exchange exchange market. And they're, they're, they have, they're bigger than they are here because in the here, we have specifically Binance.us, which mm-hmm. is a, a U.S. version of Binance. Mm-hmm. Worldwide, it's a way bigger market that we just don't have access to if you live in the States for yeah. whatever reason. Well, and the reason they did that was because the, to, to 
comply with government regulations. Okay. They have to come up with the .us version. That makes sense a little bit. And it's more restricted than yeah. the normal Binance that, that's used globally. Yeah. And you, can, and you can't required. sign up for Bin the regular Binance.com unless you're on a VPN, but then... Right, exactly. Well, not even then, because then you, it's your home address. Yeah, you still need to have your address and yeah. all that, right? And because you, because Binance makes you verify your identity. Yeah. So when you make an account, Binance.us, you have to tell them your address. You got to send a picture of your ID, a bunch mm -hmm. of stuff to verify that you are a real person and all that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of security. Is that involved. the one you have to take a selfie with too? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah to like yeah. hold your ID to your face. Like they do a lot to to make sure that you're a, you are really you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And doing it, which kind of makes me, you kind of, at the first, I was like, this is a, a lot of information. But at the same time, like, I know it's for security and it's yeah. fine. I'm okay with that. So, so anyway, they have a couple different ways of you depositing money. Now, have you guys put money into Binance before? Mm -hmm. How do you do, how did you do it? I do it through ACH. ACH, right? ACH, yeah. That's where it's, you link your bank account with Plaid. Right. Yep. And then it automatically links your bank account to Binance and then you can put money in. Yeah, right? I don't know. I don't know what the limit is on it, but yeah, that's the way. I, I think the, the daily the, the daily limit is five thousand yeah. dollars. That's how much. That's the max that you can put in, which I didn't know about, by the way. So anyway, if you put money in using ACH, which is the easiest way, and it's even the preferred method. Even they say this is the way that you <laughs> should do it because it's more secure. Yeah. Um, that money you can't do anything with that. You can buy you and can trade. Buy, yeah. You can buy and trade. You know, within the market. But you can't withdraw any of that money for ten days. That's to settle. Yeah, and, and I'm and I didn't know that. So I put in money through with the ACH because I, what I had to do was I had to buy Bitcoin so that I can send the payment for the miner. Right, pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. so doesn't seem like a big deal. Uh, but I can't send the payment because mm -hmm. that's uh, sending a payment to another wallet is is a withdrawal. Yeah. So that money is was frozen that I can't do anything with for 10 whole days. And that's crazy though, it was 10 days because th the same thing happens with Robinhood. Yeah. You you deposit, uh, I think if you have the basic account uh -huh. for Robinhood, it's $1,000. If you have the pro, it's like five. Okay. And you can do trade and do all that stuff, but if you take any profit or anything, you can't withdraw it. But for some reason, buying our Robinhoods is only like one or two days. Yeah, there's this 10. It's a long time. Yeah. So... Uh, for 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 my use that I was trying to do, which is buying something with Bitcoin, that money was worthless for ten whole days. I could do nothing with it in terms of sending it to another wallet, which was my whole purpose of putting the money in there in the first place. Yeah. So I had to send more money to the Binance account, but this time I did it through wire transfer directly from my bank. And when you do it through wire transfer, uh, you can do whatever you want with it. You can withdraw it immediately, whatever. There's no limitations, mm -hmm. which I, I don't understand why there is with that's, ACH. That's confirmed and instant. It's instant yeah. settling. When you, is that when why? you wire, it's okay. an instant settlement. That money's out of your account and in their account. Then right that away. makes a lot of sense. It's like so, going to Western Union. Mm -hmm, right. But then I had to, you know, send it from my bank to mm -hmm. my Binance, to the Binance account. And that also, if I needed it to do instant, meaning like my bank sends it same day, that's also like a $30 fee that my bank charges me to do. So it was more expensive to do that. And I'm like, oh my God, man, this is a nightmare. So I did it. They processed it. It was, it was all good. Um, and so this is the, 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 the first time because the first time I hit the daily limit of this whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I, I don't have enough to buy the, the miner that I need. So I wired the rest that I'm all ready to buy it. I'm all excited. And then I hit the message letting me know that I that some of those assets can't be moved for 10 days. And I'm like, no, are you kidding me? I just went through all this. So then I had to wire more money back. And, and I was like, this is a real pain, number one. But it's also, it's not going anywhere. I can, I'm can i going to mm. be able to withdraw it after 10 days and then get the money back. Not a big deal. It actually grew a little bit too because 
Bitcoin went back up. Yeah. So if, while it's been sitting there, I actually did make a little bit of money, which is nice. But it, it was just a, a real pain to, to do all that. And I didn't know that all these limitations were in place. Uh, I wouldn't have done ACH in the first place. Then the miner I wanted went out of stock because all this, this took a long time. This mm -hmm. is like days oh, of man. things happening. So I had to buy a different one, which is still good. It was cheaper um, and still was going to be pretty profitable, I think. Hopefully, again, these things don't come out till August. So it's not anything I'm going to get right now. But it's one that you're already looking at too. It right? is the first one I was looking at. Yeah. And then while I was looking into this one, I saw that there was another one from the same company. The company's called Goldshell. And if you're unfamiliar with what I'm talking about, we talked about it last week. Uh, where there's a there's these miners they're called ASIC miners A S I C and that stands for um, application specific integrated circuit. It means that they're cust they are purpose built for just mining and not only just mining they they mine a very specific algorithm and a very specific coin uh, and they just look like normal computers. Uh, but the reason why they're they're so expensive is because they do generate a lot of profit with mining. If you're mining a specific coin that's more valuable, you get more fun. So that's what they are. And so it'll I'm fairly confident that it'll pay off still. Mm -hmm. I would have rather had the other one that I wanted because that one is currently more profitable. That could also change. So maybe this works out in my favor. Who knows? But one way or the other, it was a real pain. It's not very <laughs> straightforward to just be like, well, I have liquid money here that I can just turn into Bitcoin and then send it to you. No, it doesn't work that way. Not at least it, it can, if you know, yeah. like if I had known that I would have just done a single wire transfer, mm -hmm. I would have paid a $30 fee happily so that the money's there immediately done. And then I could have sent my Bitcoin to whomever I need to send it to. And, and it would have been over, but I didn't know that 10 day thing was there. It was just a, it was real messy. Yeah, so, I mean, it sounds very frustrating, especially uh -huh. your money's just sitting there. You're like, oh, here's my money. I want to buy it. And this. I can't do anything with it. Yeah, it's money that's frozen for 10 hold, which is a long time, man. 10 it days. 10 days yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The 10 I'm day like, limit. Geez. Yeah. And well, I'm like, there's no way I can wait 10 days. And I couldn't. I couldn't have, I couldn't wait three days because it went out of stock. <laughs> and I knew it was going to. So did it clear though before the 10 days? Or is it still sitting in? It's still sitting in my account. And it hasn't cleared yet. Oh, you mean for my bank account? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that cleared. No, the, the money that you did deposit into Binance. Or did oh. you already move that around? Talking about the wire or the actual? So, no, the actual five thousand or whatever you the, deposited the, the, the ACH. Yeah, it's still there. I mean, it's I I I converted it to to, to BTC to to. But it's not withdrawable yet. No, it's not withdrawable yet. Okay. And there's a little countdown. You go into your app, and it'll. You, I think on the website, you can look at uh, withdrawals, and it'll tell you the history. And the one that is frozen still, it'll say in seven days, in six days, and whatever okay. you can you can move this one. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, because I know when well, I deposit money into Robinhood, mm -hmm. it tells me that too. Like, you're, it might take up to seven days, but usually it's like one or two. Because right. I'm, I'm assuming the bank that I deal with processes quicker than sure, other maybe. banks would, or something. But in Robinhood, well, the difference between the stock and, and crypto with crypto, if you make profit and you sell it, it you can take it out right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but with, crypto, stock, yeah. with stock, with you stocks, have to wait because it has to settle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't checked in Binance. If you sell, can you can you withdraw right away? I believe so you can because like I use also Binance for my for my Ethereum mining with my computer. So that goes from the mining pool that I use in Ethereum, and that goes to my Ethereum wallet, which is separate, mm. and then I can send that from my Ethereum wallet to Binance. Yeah, and if I do that, I can sell it immediately yeah. and withdraw it because that's yeah. instant money. Yeah, because it's instant, exactly. Yeah, because I went through an experience; it wasn't as bad as yours. But I have been talking just to you guys that I've been wanting to buy like Tron and some other sure, coins, yeah. and they're not on Binance or Coinbase or even Robinhood. So mm -hmm. 
I had to find other ways to do it. And the way that I did it was I have I opened up an account with gate.io. Okay. Which is another Is it another exchange market or what is it? Okay. Yeah. And they don't require verification unless you're withdrawing. Got it. So what I had to do was I had to buy what did I buy? I bought Tether on Binance. Mm -hmm. Then I had to transfer that Tether to my wallet on gate.io. Okay. And then right away I was able to buy my Tron. Got it. So cryptos, yeah, you can move around and mm-hmm. transfer and all that and deposit and right away. Yeah. Sometimes that stuff's really, again, this is not, there's no, there's, there aren't really any guides out here that you can look no. up and follow. And I, I had to do a lot of research on how to try to do that. Yeah. Like I was going to sign up for Bittrex. Yeah. Which I'm going to have to do eventually. It's either Bittrex or Hotbit, hotbit.io, because the miner that I just talked about that I bought, mm-hmm. that mines a coin called, it's Nervo, CKB is the coin. And there's only a handful of markets that you yeah. can, tr- buy, you know, tra- obviously I need to recuperate the cost of this thing. So I'm not holding any of those coins whenever I get this miner. I'm going to mine and immediately sell yeah. so that I can recuperate my investment into the machine itself. And then afterwards I can decide what to do there. I'm going to, it's going to yeah. be all profit from that point. So are you going to have to, have you looked into it? Like, how are you going to have to do it? Are you going to have to convert it to your wall, to that wallet and yeah. then convert it to like Tether and then move it? I, I, I'm not sure how that would work, but from the miner itself, it's pretty simple. You literally just plug it into the wall, plug it into Ethernet, and then you can log into a, a, a portal, uh, like from a from a browser, as long as you're on the same network as the miner, and then update your wallet information, and it just immediately. Because again, these things are custom; they're they're specifically made for just mining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all they do. You just plug it in, plug it in, you log into the portal, put your wallet in, and it just does everything for you automatically. Okay. So there's not, it doesn't even have display out. You can't hook up a monitor to it or anything. Oh, okay. It's literally just, you plug it into the, to the power, turn it on, plug it into ethernet so that it's on the internet. And then that's it. It does, you go and configure it uh, from like a laptop or whatever. Oh, you connect to it remotely from there. Yeah. So there's a, there's a web portal that you log, that you type a specific, uh, you know, IP address into from your laptop. It sees it and then you can modify the wallet of where it's sending your coin mm. that you're mining. Well, I was talking about, like like you said, you're not going to hold the coins. Right. So you're going to have to take those coins and yes. convert them into right. something else. So that process, then, I'm not sure about because I'm not yeah. familiar with this coin in general, but I, I'll figure it out. I mean, it's it's that part is fairly straightforward. Yeah. You know, you just find what market it's on or what exchange market it's on, make an account, make a wallet, and then I can, you know, sell and trade from there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's there's so much out there and it's so much very complicated. and It really is, man. It really is. And again, we're not financial advisors not at this all. is not advice at all you, you <laughs> do your own research and yeah man you got it again like we talked about before you don't invest anything you're not uh, willing to lose yeah and with the investment in this miner you know it's it's not like if i worst case scenario i lost all of it i mean it, it would really suck but it also wouldn't like destroy my life or anything or like you know i have to like sell my house or something crazy mm. you know what i mean like yeah. it's it's something that it's manageable yeah. risk with a very high reward on top of that so that's kind of why i did i'm like i'm just gonna do it We'll see what happens. Yeah. And there's a lot of risk takers out there. I was oh yeah watching a YouTuber video earlier today that there was this guy that put in all his life savings into Dogecoin, $180,000. Uh-huh. And I think he's at like $1.2 million. Yeah. So sometimes that really not pays selling. off. Yeah. Says he's not selling. He's waiting to hit $10 million. So we'll see. And, and man, and that's also really dangerous because if you already have yeah, that like, much yeah. profit, you're just like, man, do I just take it and run? Or do I keep on going? That's where that that greed, greed comes yeah. in, where you're just like, oh, I can get more, but then it tanks, and then you get nothing. So then it's just like, ah. I think in a case like that, you take out your initial investment, right? You talk about your brother did that. Yeah, so that, that's you're, you're right. You need to do that because yeah. what is your limit? Because then when you hit, 
Like that person you're saying is going to wait till it gets, hits the next level. Uh-huh. Do you stop there? No, I'm going to let it ride. Let it keep going. Because where he's at, where that person's at now, that might have been where he wished he was. But uh-huh. now he's like, that's what the, the gr- smart thing to do is if you put in $180,000 and it's at $1.2 million, you take that 180 back mm-hmm. just so that you get back your money that you initially put in and let the rest continue to go and grow if it's if it's going in that direction. That way you're also minimizing your risk. Yeah. Yeah. You've already made your money back, so and don't forget the tax man. Yeah, don't forget. Don't forget <laughs> don't. the tax man because he'll be coming around. Next he'll week. come oh, get you. He'll, he'll find you. He'll find you real quick. <laughs> He's like, excuse <laughs> me. Yeah, uh, this says that you made your bank is going to be like, hey, this guy deposited a little over ten thousand dollars yeah. this month. This, yeah, absolutely. The banks like the banks are such snitches, right? <laughs> they just it's, I can see them like, um, excuse me, hello, um, yeah, uh, this guy over here, ton of money, just put in. Just want to let you know, thanks, bye. Have, have you ever deposit or withdrawn? money at an actual bank branch i can't remember the last time i did no. so i did that when i bought my car in 2016 uh-huh. and i took out i think i took out 10 grand and i went and got a cashier's check sure, and, all yeah. that. and i remember the banker's like so what's going on what are you, what are you, what's, what, you, what you gonna use this for drugs bro <laughs> this is my re-up money i need bricks you got a problem you want yeah, some i know right <laughs> why are you asking me all these questions <laughs> i was like okay and i didn't think about it until i got in the car i'm like damn they did ask me a bunch of questions oh yeah they were, were buying bitcoin back then right uh-huh. yeah you were buying you wasn't to buy, yeah, you know, right? to buy bitcoin. Like, i'm buying bitcoin yeah they're like what's up they would have laughed at you like oh my god what a waste of money what a loser <laughs> this guy he's gonna bitcoin good luck with your money buddy <laughs> You want to just set it on fire right now? I got a lighter. <laughs> what year was this? 2016. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah man. Imagine if I would have thrown that 10 grand into Bitcoin. <laughs> Forget about it. Bro. You wouldn't be sitting here with us. You wouldn't be sitting here with us. Or, or you would have bought me a nicer house. <laughs> uh, but, man, yeah, that's that was the experience. And it's uh, it's crazy. You got to. Yeah, I mean, and it gets frustrating, though. I mean, luckily, your transaction process. It did, yeah. Right away. Or, you know, some mm-hmm. people's transactions there's horse stories that they just oh god and especially if you send it to the wrong address forget about it dude good luck getting that back it's, well you can't yeah it's gone unless the whoever has that wallet is like oh i'll send it back to you yeah mm, good luck yeah good luck so it's you got to be real careful out there um i've seen people horror stories as well where like money is tied somewhere like, like i have a hundred thousand dollars tied up in this account and mm-hmm. I, I can't to get i can't get to it yeah what it's insane <laughs> so you know and I think a lot of the confusion is around crypto right now. It's like, where can I buy it? I mean, Robinhood only has yeah. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Doge. Doge. Mm-hmm. Which, um, by the way, Doge and Litecoin are the same. They're on the same. Yeah, they're, they're kind like of on the, the same They're network. like the same network. Yeah. Um, Binance and Coinbase, they're kind of similar yeah. where they have the same coins and one or But they two. have a lot. They have like 30 to 50 coins. At yeah. least in the U, like Binance.us has, has a good amount of coins. Yeah. And then like the gate.io that I signed up mm-hmm. for, they have hundreds of coins. Yeah. Bitrix, Hotbit, all those have tons of coins. So yeah. many on there. So there's so but many different the, markets. And the thing with Bitrix was, because I was going to sign up for thinking, hey, they got like 350 coins. Sure. No, yeah. it's, it's the same thing with Binance. They have a US mm-hmm. site and then they have And the US site. one sometimes has less because yeah. of our regulations and things like that. So. But that's all we got on that. Uh, just tread lightly when it comes to this stuff. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun, honestly. But it, you can run into roadblocks like this where it's extremely frustrating when you're tr- if you're trying to do something very specific like I was, and I was just hitting roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. Yeah. And I was like, maybe it's just not worth it, man. I'm just not going to do it. But <laughs> at that yeah. point, I was already so invested in the time and fees that I've paid. I'm like, I got to keep going. There's no way because I can't get nothing out of this. Yeah. <laughs> so that's ex- you're exactly right. Yeah, I had to keep going. Do your research because you will pay yeah. fees if you're not. You know, you may end up paying double fees when you. Oh, Oh crap! I could avoid. And I did because Binance charged me a flat 
fee of 18 ether or uh-huh. tether to transfer. And I realized that. I was about to say 18 you, ether. Jesus, this is a lot of money. Man, why are you like that? You balling, bro. 18 ether? Jesus, okay. He's and like, it, all right, it's no problem. Because I was going to just go. transfer like 50 bucks uh-huh. from Binance to Gate.io. And it said $18 fee. I was like, damn. Uh-huh. So I'm like, let me see. If, let me just send more so I don't. It was an $18 So it's a fee. flat fee, right? It's a flat fee. To Which is obviously try to do it all at once instead of little by little. Little, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if it's a percentage, then it doesn't matter because it's the it's the same thing. And that's what you got to be careful. Is it a percentage? Or is a flat it a flat fee? fee? Yeah. Is it? And that, and that varies based on coin. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, like on Binance, there's, there's a schedule of fees and withdrawals. Yeah, do your research. There is a there is a lot of research. Out, there's a lot of stuff out there, like on YouTube and stuff like that. But it's just it's it is very complex. And there's a lot of scams, so you got to be careful. Got to be careful. Yeah. And watch the date when you. So if you do research on something, look at the date of the article you're reading because mm-hmm. it changes every day. Absolutely, every minute. Yeah. yeah. So usually, like a, if you go to Binance, they're really good on the documentation. If you go sure. there, you can read what the fees are. Yeah. I've been happy with Binance, with the exception of this. You know, it was kind of their fault and mine for not knowing. But the fact that they held my money hostage for ten days and I didn't know about that, I was like, I was so upset. But and I even asked them, I'm like, hey, can you? Can, is there a way around this? And he's like, no. Nah. Like I have reached out to their customer service and they got back to me pretty quick. Mm. Oh, really? They, they were like, no, nah, you can't. We can't. <laughs> Poor do Danny. It. Yeah, because you had issues in signing up initially, right? <laughs> yeah, it took like three months. <laughs> yeah, because like. <laughs> but apparently that's because they had a backlog. Like there was a huge. Yeah. I was. I mean, that, I was. That's that's. I went be. online. There was a lot of people complaining. That's crazy. But that's man. that's. That doesn't make sense because it might happen right away. So it is mine. Right I did away. the it just, same day. So it like, all depends on. Yeah. Where, where when you what if there's something going on, you can yours can go right through. Or yours can get dropped into a queue, and depends oh, on where yeah. it goes. Yeah, it's the luck of the draw. So that's yeah. what sucks. But it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So do your research if you're doing crypto stuff. Just all we gotta say. And don't call us for advice. Yeah, because we don't know. So <laughs> I'm just gonna Google it. I'm yeah. gonna Google your question. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, let's talk about this Apple story. So this comes from uh, a video. I'll link this video below too if you if you want to see the. The video from Marquez Brownlee, MKBHD. Who's our boy. A, yeah, our, our boy. Yeah, our boy, MKBHD. <laughs> uh, awesome YouTuber. And uh, he does all tech stuff or whatever. And most of his videos are all reviews and things like that. But this one was different. This one was talking about uh, the companies that cr- are created because of Apple. Not like meaning they sell or make a product that is a companion to an Apple product. Right? So it's like making accessories for accessories, mm-hmm. so to speak. And... He was specifically talking about how sometimes Apple destroys these companies because they implement features into their own products that these other companies were doing before, but Apple will do it in a more seamless way because it's built into your phone or your iPad or whatever, right? And uses the analogy of the shark, of like a shark. You know, mm-hmm. how like every time there's a, you see a shark, there's also like a little... Baby. I, can't remember, I can't remember what the fish. I got the name called. of the fish, but there's, it's yeah. got a name. But there's like a little baby fish that just kind of is always attached to the shark, and it like you know eats stuff for the shark, and it cleans its teeth and a bunch of other mm-hmm. like random things. And essentially, you know, the shark is Apple, and the little fish are all these other companies that are attached to them, and they make a product that is a companion to something else, right? Yep. Or that works with one of their products, and then Apple kind of steals the idea and implements it. And then it gives you the choice of which one do, would you rather use? You want to use this one that's more complicated because it's not ours or the one that we built in, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so what do you think about that? Do you think it's like a malicious thing or is it? I don't know if it's malicious. It's just, it's evolution, right? I mean, yeah, you evolve. I mean, like the flashlight. I mean, mm-hmm. it's something, such, that, was a, that was a good example, the flashlight. People yeah. used to download the flashlight app and yep. now it's embedded into the OS. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, on your lo- it's on your lock screen. Yeah, it's, it's right there. It's almost like just 
Apple just added it. Yeah, why would you ever need a fly? And and Google does this too, by the way. Mm-hmm. So so Google updates Android to to implement some of these things as well. But Google stuff is always in beta. That's true too. It's in beta forever. Yeah, I think Chrome is still in beta. <laughs> <laughs> the browser's been around for everyone. That's yeah. Chrome has like an eighty percent market share of browsers. And it's still like it's yeah. in beta. It's in beta still. <laughs> but I mean, if you, if you're a developer and you're going to develop an app that you know that. Common sense will tell you, okay, I want to create this for the iOS right. companion. I know it's probably something that's going to end up being mm-hmm. native to the OS. I mean, so you just know it's maybe short-lived. Exactly. I think you need to be flexible as a company. So some of the examples that he he, he talks about is, the biggest one is is Tile versus AirTags, because I think that's kind of where... Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, where he started. The reason why he, I think, made this video was because of that. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, let's compare some other things, too, that Apple has done. So Tile, so Tile's obviously been around since like 2013 or something like that. It's been around forever. It's nothing new. Bluetooth, it, it, you have an app. It works similar to the way AirTags works where it uses the Tile network, meaning other people that have the Tile app on their phone to find your Tile. So like say you have a backpack, you have a Tile on it, you lose it. Um, if there's someone that walks past it that also uses Tile, it'll ping that per- person and say, hey, your device is over here. So Apple's does the same thing, only with way more uh points right because yeah. it's anyone any device that is on the find my network which is any ipad any iphone any macbook uh any third party that also uses it now um so you have a much bigger network and it doesn't require an app like with the tile one i need you to have the tile app yeah. on your phone and all that whereas if i have an air tag i don't i just need i just need you to have an iphone and it just automatically uses that mm-hmm. done so obviously that's a lot easier. So you give the the consumer a choice. Well, which one would you rather have? Would you rather have this one that is does the same thing, maybe cheaper in price? I don't know, but it's way more complex in terms of setting it up. Number one and using it in a way where it'll find your stuff. Yep. I mean, who's gonna who's gonna choose the third party one? Nobody. Well, I mean, it's what did you say? Evolution. I yeah. Mean, I think it's the evolution of convenience that we been in for how many years already exactly yeah. like the flashlight app well i gotta open an app to get the flashlight sure no, apple said no there's there a go. button i would just stick it right here for you yeah literally on the lock screen it's right, right there so i don't know it's it's like you said i don't think it's predatory either i agree with you uh but it is kind of a weird thing where they'll take an idea that someone else did and like oh that's cool and we'll just do it better or we'll do it natively well you don't need third party so but to some degree how successful would this air tag be if eight if um if Apple didn't have such a large network. Yeah, like a billion devices right. in the world. So you know? it, it's mm-hmm. not just the idea. It's yeah. it's the infrastructure and platform that it's on. Which, I mean, they, which they built. Right. And, the, and, and Yeah, exactly right. So, I mean, yeah, the AirTag is, you know, it probably costs pennies to develop. But, oh, yeah. I mean, for them. But it was, Absolutely. What you're paying for the advantage is the network, not the little not, Ex- That's not exactly right. And so you can get, like, because they could, the Apple can tell, uh, tile like hey you can put your stuff on the find my network right you can yeah. do that and now the tiles will work with find my mm-hmm. but at the same time that like kills them at the same time because you're 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 implementing a feature that favors the apple tile the apple uh network of find my versus your own tile network and then you have to choose which way do i go you're right, gonna, you're gonna go native. You're yeah, gonna, if you're exactly. an iPhone user, you're gonna go native. Exactly. So people are. You said about convenience. People aren't gonna go out of their way to download an app if they don't have to. Like if you give me an option to say, well, this is just built in. Done. I'm not gonna down buy an app. Why would I do that? Yeah. Or download an app and set up an account and do God knows what else. I mean, so, kind of, and it kind of kills. Remember the the time or the commercials. There's an app for that. Yeah, exactly. 
like you don't see that anymore you don't mm-hmm. see that being promoted as hey there's an app for that there's an right. app. no it's hey apple's like hey no we got that we yeah. got it we built it in yeah so some of the other examples were um uh f.lux or flux is what mm-hmm. it's called it's an app that you can download you were able to, you can still do it today download it on a on a mac on a windows and it essentially changes the color temperature of your display so that way it's not too blue and damaging to your eyes and you can kind of change the temp of your display on any computer, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So Apple builds that in and now it's called Night Shift. And now you essentially have that and I think you have it on iPads. Um, mm-hmm. I think iPhones have it as well. You have it on I MacBooks. Think, isn't there a Windows version too, I thought? Yeah, you, yeah, you, can, yeah. Still, you can still download Flux on Windows yeah. and on Mac, but you just have to go out of your way to do it. You have yeah. to go to their website and download because it's not available on the store anymore like it used to be. Uh, so again... Why would you do that if it's built in? You can. Like, I'll go to the f.lux website and download the app and install it on my computer and let that do my color temperature changing. Or I can just open preferences mm-hmm. and click night shift. It's right there. It's yeah. built in. Right. I can even set it to go on automatically. Exactly. So it does everything that the f.lux did, but now it's just built in. So there's another example. Um, there was an app called Duet Display, which you said you've... I've never used, but yeah, you use it. it. I used to use it a lot. So that allows you to... Uh, use an iPad, right? It was as your second screen. As a second display. And you can do it on Windows as well too, yep. uh, which is great. And what does Apple do? They incorporate Sidecar, which is the exact same thing, but it's built in. So if you have an a, a iPad and you have a MacBook or something, you can just pop that up next to it and it'll, it'll automatically act as a second display and it's just natively built into the OS, which of course is going to work better because it's baked in there. Makes you wonder why wouldn't they have developed that from the beginning? Right? Exactly. Because they're like, oh, that's a cool idea that someone else made. And you can still do it. You can still get Duet Display, especially if you're a Windows user. That would be your only option because you can't use Sidecar if you're using Windows and then you have an iPad. So there is still a market for it. But if you have a Mac computer, whether it's a MacBook or a desktop, why the hell would you do it? Use the native one. Yep. So there's another example. And then the other one, too, as far as accessories go, was the stylus. Mm-hmm. The iPad, there was a big industry uh, around iPad stylus. There was a bunch of them. Right. There were some that were a little bit more basic. They were just like silicone tipped. Then there are some that are more precise. There were some that you could hardwire into the iPad and, and, and use it for drawing and things like that. And I think that delay on that one was had to do with Steve Jobs too. Because yeah. he was against it. Yeah, he was huge. He was very much against using mm-hmm. a stylus. He's like, use your fingers. Yep. Um, and then what does Apple do? Of course, they come in <laughs> on the more expensive side and drop the Apple Pencil which of course is going to work better. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's made custom made for the iPad. It's going to work really good, really, really well. So I still want the eraser on the darn pencil. That would be cool. I want you, right? I want to flip it over and use it as an eraser. Exactly. I would love that because <laughs> right now you, you can double tap the pencil and it'll automatically switch to eraser and then you can erase. But to your point, I would love to flip that thing over and it, and then it becomes the eraser automatically. Yeah. That would be cool. They should do that. You should create that app and they'll take it away from yeah. you. <laughs> that's the only way to get Apple to do something is you make it. And people are like, well, that's cool. And then Apple's like, we're going to steal that. <laughs> um, so we were also talking about Amazon, how they kind of do the same thing. But they're a little bit more predatory about it and, yeah. and obvious. So the way Amazon does stuff, and if you're unfamiliar with this, say there's an item that a lot of people are buying. Maybe it's like a, a, a pan. Say it's a, a, a cooking pan. And they're like, well, this thing is hot. Everyone loves it. It's made by whatever. Cuisinart. It doesn't matter. Uh, Amazon sees that they see those analytics and like, wow, the people love this pan. Let's make our own. So they make an Amazon basics one. Mm-hmm. Now, when you search for that pan, even if you search for the exact, like the specific model of that pan, they're going to show you the, the Amazon basics one first. Cause of course it's their site. Why wouldn't they? So now you buy that instead and they kind of undercut 
the other things that are sold on there that are made by other people. They do this with cables. They do this with a bunch of stuff like uh, backpacks, like all kinds of other things. So, you know, it's convenience, man. It is. It's it's, it's convenience and cost. I mean, how much is an um, Amazon Basics pan going to cost? Going to be cheaper. To it's going to be cheaper than that Cuisinart one. Right. I think one of the bigger examples was uh, have you've heard of Peak Design. They make backpacks and stuff. They're like designed. They're like more geared towards like photographers and stuff like mm. that. Mm. Really nice backpacks. Extremely expensive. You get a backpack for like three hundred bucks, and it does. It doesn't. I mean, it's cool. It does. It has a lot of pockets and all that. But it's, it also protects your equipment, right? Yeah. So they had this little sling thing that you can get. It was like a smaller one and they sold it for a lot. So it was like 150 or $200. Uh, Amazon made their own version of it uh, with basics. Looks the same, same color, everything for like 50 bucks. Which one are you going to (laughs) buy? Are you kidding me? So yeah, like, and I don't know, man. It's it's like when you go to the supermarket, Target, well, I mean, you, you see the real brand and you see, you see the Walmart brand, you see the Target brand, all that stuff. The brand. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? So yeah, it's just it's just one of those weird things where I don't know, man. I mean, well, Apple's. I mean, they've been doing it a long time. Look at what they did with the jailbreak community. Yeah. All the features. So and stuff. much stuff comes mm-hmm. from the jailbreak community. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So many tweaks came from the jailbreak that they later put in to their to you know just since iOS. So they they look at this stuff. They watch it. Yeah. It wasn't before AirPlay. Wasn't that thing called Parrot? There was. Yeah, I remember a thing called Parrot where you can wirelessly send stuff. But I don't know if that was before airplay i'm not really sure what was it at? yeah i don't remember if it was before or after airplay well was airplay native was airplay there when if and it wasn't there with the uh, first no one. not always it was airplay i can't remember what what version of ios airplay came out of but it was it was it was early on because mm-hmm. you know we're on airplay 2 at the moment yeah so i don't know man it's just a it's kind of one of those weird things whereas if you really look into it more in detail like these companies do a lot of stuff that take away from smaller developers or people that make products that are smaller than you know your amazons or your googles mm-hmm. of the world and all that so pretty interesting stuff if you look these but check out the video like i said i'll link it yeah. down below uh it's a it's a good watch it's a pretty good video he talks about the the details of how this stuff works and pretty interesting so i think the lesson is what you just make products that go with their access or as an accessory right right and, and, I'm, and also just from... you do your own research too because mm-hmm. we were talking about cables a bit ago right i just bought some um, subwoofer cables and I've tried the Amazon basics ones and they work fine. But if you need a longer one, like I did right now, I bought the cables from a company called SVS who makes like speak, they make speakers and stuff and subwoofers and that's high quality, but also really expensive. But in that case, I need the better quality because I'm, I need a long cable. And when you have long cables for audio, the longer they are, the more they become subject to interference and then you'll get like humming in your speakers yeah. and things like that. So in cases like that, it's worth it to buy the expensive ones. But if I don't know that as a consumer, I'm going to buy the cheaper ones and then potentially have a really bad experience because the cable's not as good. So do your research on stuff. That's the only thing. I mean, but again, convenience and cost is going to win the day. Yeah. What's, oh, yeah. what's more convenient? What's less expensive? Give me that one. So I get it. But yeah, uh, really quickly, let's, uh, did you guys see, watch Mortal Kombat? You said you saw half of it? Yeah, I saw half. I saw I watched. I, I'm, I don't want to give my review on it. But uh-huh. You were, you were, yeah. We'll get into some yeah. some light spoilers here, but uh, we won't get into too depth because I want you to watch the rest of it too. I, oh, I'm planning to. Yeah, yeah. I just so uh, here's your warning. So um, I, I I I saw this movie and I and I thought it, this is just like Godzilla versus Kong, <laughs> where not and not a bad way by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I mean that it's just it was a fun movie to watch. Yeah. It was fun. 
Is it perfect? Absolutely not. No, there's a lot of different weird things in terms of the story that are changed. And, you know, a lot of people are like, there's no tournament. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like <laughs> even the original one, there wasn't a tournament either. Right. It was just people fighting in random spots. Yeah. And that's all it was. Uh, so there's some things here, but I think it does a really good job of balancing the, the, cause Mortal Kombat is kind of cheesy and just over the top in nature. Right. And it does a good job of showing that like, yes, this is a, a very strange world that this takes place in and, you know, people have powers and whatever. It's, yeah. it's, it's over the top. It's cheesy. And if you want the cheesiest version, watch the 19. Yeah. Watch the 95. <laughs> cause I rewatched that. And, and <laughs> what did you think of this movie? I liked it. Cause you saw it all. Right? Yeah. I saw it all. Um, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed that there was no uh, Johnny Cage. Right, right. But he's, he has hinted towards the end, so yeah, we're probably going to get him later. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it was good action. A lot of good sequences and yeah. stuff like that. They have that. real martial arts actors playing these yeah. roles, so the fight scenes are pretty cool and things like that. They have some good gore in there because, again, it's Mortal Kombat. You know, you're yeah. ripping people's hearts out and yeah, all kinds of crazy yeah. stuff. There was a lot of gore. So yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't recommend youngsters. Probably not. <laughs> but also there could have been more gore because it is Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and there so was no some spinal cords being torn out like in the uh, game. You you do see some some, some, sp- some spinal cord stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. later on as <laughs> well. There's some, some stuff. But uh, the Kung Lao one, I think, was the best yeah. uh, fatality, I guess, when they show that. Uh, I won't go into detail because if you haven't seen it yet, I'd rather you just go check that out. But there's a fatality scene with Kung Lao fighting someone and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. great. It's so great. I love it. Uh, but yeah, I thought they did a good job of balancing it out. Um, I think one of my biggest, the opening scene is probably the, my favorite part of the movie. I, with, and I think that's what I like was that we got a story yeah. of Sub-Zero and, and, Han, and, and, and uh, Scorpion. Scorpion, Hanzo. Yeah. Absolutely. Now the story was different though. Cause that was also the issue that I had right away. I'm like, well, this is different. Mm-hmm. The story is, it's not Bihan, which is the guy that's, become sub-zero it wasn't him that killed hanzo's family it was quan chi who was another character from mortal kombat um masquerading as bihan so that way he can take scorpion's soul back to hell he wanted to do that so he made it look like uh bihan and the lin kuei who was the clan that Mm -hmm. sub-zero was a part of uh killed his family when really that wasn't the case and if you want to see that story watch the scorpion animated movie from like a year or two ago i think it was either last year or 2019 that movie is awesome, and it talks about the history of um, of Scorpion. Mm. Just so it's, I forgot what the movie is called, but it's a Warner Brothers animated seri- movie. It is so good. So check that out if you haven't seen it, and it'll give you a, a more accurate story of Scorpion specifically. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, I mean, it was it was it was cool. I love that scene. You know, just feudal Japan. It was it was awesome. It was, yeah. I really like the way the movie started off, even though even though that difference where it wasn't actually Behan doing this, it was Quan Chi disguised. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think about uh, Kano? You know what, Kano was funny. I really did enjoy it. Um, there were times where it was a little too much. Yeah. But but there's there's a lot of moments that really really work and i just i just thought it was funny i think the funniest one for me was when they find Liu Kang in the desert mm-hmm. and he's you know he's like amazed that he threw a fireball at him and he's like well you just threw a fireball out of your hand and he's <laughs> blown away by it he's like what well, is like am i going to get superpowers <laughs> this is a very typical thing that someone will probably say yeah and then the, he's talking and then Liu Kang puts his hand on his shoulder <laughs> and Kato was like the fuck and he just like looks he's like why are you touching me it was that was just a funny moment but um one thing that i did love with kano 
is when he's fighting Liu Kang, Liu Kang keeps hitting him with the leg sweep, uh-huh. which is a kind of a nod to people would do that in the game where you would just button mash yeah. and keep leg sweeping someone and you can't, you can't stop <laughs> it. It's a leg sweep loop. So he kept hitting him with the leg sweep and he's like, is that all the movie? Is that the only move you know? <laughs> I thought that was funny. I was like, yeah, that's, that's like playing the game because if you didn't know how to play, you just learn how to leg sweep. You stand in a corner and you just keep leg sweeping your opponent and your opponent's going to get real pissed. <laughs> Like you might get punched in real life. In, in real, real life, life. It might be a real qu- a combat. Uh, but uh, all in, I, I really did enjoy this movie. Now, this is what I don't want. I don't want them to make another movie. I want them to make this a series because there's too much lore in Mortal Kombat to just make another movie. Oh, that'd be you, nice. You can't tell enough of the story. There's too many characters. Mm-hmm. It's, like, HBO Max series. it's like Game of Thrones, man. There's too much. There's too much in there. Yeah, because I think you talked about that before. Like you uh-huh. want, you've wanted a series. I want a series for Mortal that Kombat would be good. because there's too much lore, and the lore is good. Like these characters have such good stories, and like you, we need to see it more in in a format that's like a TV show. Give me eight to ten episodes of something. Make do it really well, like they did Watchmen on HBO Max. Do something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be awesome. And Cold is. What is he? He's, a, he's he's some just some guy from the south side of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's from the south side of Chicago. So that, I also did well, really was, care. The yeah. setting was supposed to be Chicago because mm-hmm. I kept going to Gary, Indiana, exactly, which is right, right across the border here. But I don't think it was all. I didn't look very familiar. I didn't see no. anything that looked like Chicago at all. No, I don't think it was. But yeah. so yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, the, he, I his character I didn't really care for just because he's. I mean, I I get it. You have to like it's just part of the movie, but. He's not a character that's from the game that they created right. just for this movie. But it was cool that his character is um, is essentially related in the bloodline to Scorpion, to Hanzo. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why he is important in this whole storyline. I wonder if they chose Chicago because that's the home of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, because this is where it's from. It was, it was Mid- Mid- Midway was, deve- was from here. Yep. So, yeah, they could, that could be why. But that was on the North Side. I'm surprised they chose, they chose, they chose yeah. South Side. I don't know. I mean, I guess because like the, the the biggest Asian community in Chicago is on the South Side in Bridgeport, yeah. so that could be that. Like, well, this is where he's where he would have been from as an Asian American guy. Mm-hmm. So it could have just been That's that. That's true. Just a geographical thing. <laughs> so. so what's what's the most recent Mortal Kombat game? Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, which okay. was from 2018, yeah. I think. That one was awesome very game. gory. Oh god, it's so good. Mortal right. Kombat 10 and 11 are really good in terms of story. The combat, it's they're they're a lot of fun. You can get them pretty cheap now too if you want to buy them. They're pretty sweet. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. I won't go into more detail on it because if you haven't seen it, go watch it, man. This is an awesome, awesome movie. I thought it was fun. There's problems with it, of course, just like anything else. Don't pick it apart. Just have fun watching it, and hopefully, they make some more cool stuff in the future. Yeah, my maybe maybe you get your series. Yeah, and watch that Scorpion animated movie if you haven't seen it. I will highly recommend. Guy, go rent it. Whatever, it's really, really. Good. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh, speaking of things that we've also watched, let's get into our weekly roundup of. Mm. Donuts. You guys watch anything besides Mortal Kombat? No, I did watch uh, Mark Rober's uh, charity. Oh, the charity stream? I didn't see it. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I I wish they would have had more people talking about autism and Mm -hmm. stuff because it was all more celebrity based. Right, right. There's a lot of celebrities and YouTube stars as well, too. Yeah. Um, He did make his goal. I think he overreached. I think he got almost 3.25 million when it went off. That's great. Oh, yeah. that was good, and it was it was informative and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you learned a lot about stuff, yeah. stuff like that. Um, other than that, no, just Mortal Kombat, and mm-hmm. like I said, rewatched the the OG. That's cool. Yeah, watch <laughs> the old. It's on HBO Max too, right? Yeah, yeah it's on watch HBO it. Max. Go ahead, go, take give just, that a good. Just don't watch Annihilation. Don't even waste your time. It's yeah. terrible. The spe- <laughs> special effects so and it just man. But the original '95 one, man, that's good times right there. Yeah. What about you? Anything new? I started watching a new series on um on um 
Apple TV, right? Apple TV, yeah. Yeah, that's the, the, mos- the Mosquito Coast. The mosquito Coast. Yeah. I saw the trailer. It's not to be confused with the movie, although it's. I think it's based off the same okay. plot, the Harrison Ford movie. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. The mosquito Coast. It's the same. It's, it's the probably same. the same universe, maybe just more modern time, I guess. Yeah, it's the same plot. I mean, right, basically. I'm going to check. I yeah. saw the trailer, and I'm like, this it's, looks it's pretty good. I mean, yeah. so yeah, his family has to... It's only been two episodes. No spoilers here, but uh-huh. it's, I mean, they still haven't said what he did yeah, yeah. With, for the reason why he's fleeing the the U.S. He committed some crime, but it's a pretty uh-huh. big crime because you got the NSA and you got the U.S. government after him. Got it. Okay. So it's not like a... So now he's trying to get smuggled, him and his family to get smuggled into Mexico to mm-hmm. flee the U.S. To flee the U.S., okay. So I'm sure we'll find out more about yeah. what actually this person did yeah. and all that. So and that's even, cool. Not even his kids know because they keep questioning, why are we doing this? And oh, okay. The only all ones right. I know are his wife and him and whoever else yeah. are after them. Kind of sounds very much like uh, like the Ozarks where, yeah. you know, only like Jason Bateman kind of, you know, really only he knows why he's fleeing the city. It's just from Chicago too, by the way. It's cool. Why he's leaving, right? He's like, oh, because you know, corrupt taxi or accountant or whatever he does he's like a money launderer essentially mm-hmm. uh, but that's pretty cool i'm gonna check that out yeah it's pretty good i mean I, it's only been two episodes so far i mean they had two episode drop this weekend yeah so. oh and then started watching um the one with uh michael b jordan yeah i saw that i have that on my list here yeah I, I, okay cool. the tom clancy one yeah, yeah, yeah tom clancy yeah. one mm-hmm. uh but sticking with apple tv plus uh there's a two uh, new seasons of tiny world and earth at night i've talked about these shows mm-hmm. in the past they're they're nature documentaries Got no season. And see, there's season two for both of them. So Tiny World is the one that's narrated by Paul Rudd. Awesome. And then uh, Earth at Night, which is the one where they shoot stuff in the dark. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, that one is narrated by Tom Hiddleston. So it's two mm. uh, two MCU mm. actors narrating. And they both do such a great job. Yeah. I think especially Tom Hiddleston. Like, he could be the new Attenborough, man. Like, this guy, the way he talks when he's talking and you're watching the nature stuff, it's really, really good. Uh, so if you like that, what well, Tiny World is, as the name implies, it's all about small animals. And the cinematography is so great because they're like zooming in on these tiny little, you know, whatever they're talking about. It's just really cool. So check that out. Uh, and then I watched Without Remorse, which is the Michael B. Jordan, Tom Clancy movie on Amazon. It's Amazon original mm. and uh, pretty cool. It actually is in the same universe as Jack Ryan because mm-hmm. they are they do mention some characters from the Jack Ryan show, which is the one with John Krasinski. Great show, by the way. Uh, and there's some tie in there. So I'm hoping in the future we'll see Michael B. Jordan's character cross into the Jack Ryan show. Because mm-hmm. the Jack Ryan show is awesome. And this movie was pretty good as well. And mm-hmm. I'd like to see his character because it's all Tom Clancy and it's all Amazon. So it's all in the same world. And that would be really cool. So let me know what you think when you see it, all of it. It's, it's pretty sweet. But the movie? Yeah, the movie. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, you saw you saw it yeah. too. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I liked it. Oh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I liked oh, it yeah. a lot. I liked it. Oh, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So, uh, you you think they'll cross over? I hope so. Yeah, that. I can cool, see. Right? I can see a a TCU here. A Absolutely. Tom Clancy universe. Tom, hey, just with Amazon specifically. Yeah. You heard it here first. A TCU. <laughs> a TCU. <laughs> Don't take his idea. NFT, <laughs> NFT it, buddy. The TCU. <laughs> TCU coming soon, baby. <laughs> Uh, but I think we will see that just just kind of like the way you had a Marvel universe in Netflix. You could have a Tom Clancy one that's specific to Amazon. Mm. And man, I can't That'd get enough. Cool. Of, I can't oh, get yeah. enough of the Jack Ryan show. It's so good. I can't wait for season three. There's so much they can do with this. Absolutely. I'm excited. Yeah. So good stuff. Good stuff there. I, I definitely watch it if you have Amazon Prime. Um, take did a look. Did you guys finish those, that show Calls on Apple TV? I did. Okay. I watched it like all in one setting. Or, yeah, yeah, you I, can finish it all at once. It's, it's just short. I, it's good. It's a good I really enjoyed it. Yeah, the the stories get better and better, and the visual on screen with like the the sound waves, and mm. it's pretty cool, man. I like that okay. a lot. So check that out. It's each episode's fifteen minutes, like just 
and you can plow right through it pretty good. And there's nothing to watch. And you want to watch the you want to watch the visual. Yeah. Yeah. It just adds to it. It does. I, add th- emotion I think to it. it does add to. It yeah, does it adds add the emotion. emotion. It does yeah. add emotion. You're right. So I would I would recommend watching it. But you can just listen to it. You, know? you can listen to it, but I can see yourself kind of drifting away. Sure. But the visual kind of keeps you engaged. The way the color patterns change. It's just cool, man. Mm. It's, it's really it's that's Hope very uh, downloading information into your mind that way. <laughs> <laughs> Could be, but it's very original. It's the idea of it was pretty cool. Um, but that's it. Is that the show? I think that's we it. got. That's all we got. Well, we got a big week this week. Yeah. We, Bad Batch. We got Bad Batch on Tuesday. May the 4th. Tuesday, right? 70 minutes. Yes. May the 4th be with you mm. on Star Wars Day. If you have Disney Plus, make sure you check out the first 70 minute episode of The Bad Batch, which is the new animated series in the Starzy Wars world. Yep. And then we do have the start of the Apple versus Epic trial starting this week. Oh, yeah. We talked about that before. That'll be pretty interesting. We'll probably have some updates next week on that, but uh, definitely Bad Batch. I'm very excited to watch that. Yep. I can't wait. So um, I think that's it. So thanks for tuning in this week, guys. Uh, Make sure you check us out next week. We will have some stuff, as we just said, about Bad Batch um, updates on Apple and whatever else happens in the tech world. There'll be some probably some more crazy things happening in crypto and all that fun stuff. Uh, But that's it. Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, We'll catch you next week. Have a great Monday and have a great rest of the week. And we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Wow. I can't believe you stayed till the end. You must be really bored. Have a great day. Meatbag.